This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in... Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So... Thank you all for joining us. I'm going to say right up front that our show today is called I Gotta Be Me with David McClure. I so, gotta be me. Yeah. So this show is chock full of encouragement to be you. You would think it would be the most obvious thing in the world, but it's in our world. the hardest thing to, yeah. to, to, to allow, to give ourselves permission to do. Right, right. And there was a, we got a good email from Abraham Hicks just yesterday. It goes well with this because... This is kind of what happens when we're if we lose touch with our who we are, we end up getting into things that aren't really right for us. That's right. We do, we don't pay attention to the way we feel, or we, we don't honor it. Yeah, because we end up convincing ourselves. Uh, you yeah. know what my famous last words are? What? This must be God's will. Right. <laughs> or maybe I mean, something good will come from yeah, this. Yeah, as soon as I'm convincing myself that this no, this must be God's will. Yeah. It means it's definitely not God's will. It's like that old saying that helps me too. If the shoe fits, you don't feel it, folks. That's right. That's right. So Abraham Hicks said, sometimes you walk into things that if you were paying attention vibrationally, you would know right from the beginning that it wasn't what you were wanting. In most cases, your initial knee-jerk response was a pretty good indicator of how it was going to turn out later. The thing that gives that give most of you the most grief are those things that initially initially you had a feeling response about, but then you talked yourself out of it for one reason or another. And don't fear if, like me, you've been involved in things for a while that don't feel good and you think you're screwed or whatever, you think it's too late. It's not. It's not too late. It's always the perfect time to re-tap in, reconnect with yourself, re-identify with who yes. you really are and start from there. Um, you want to tell everyone about being a member of the Funniest Thing Club? Oh, yes, I do, folks. Yes. You may already be a member, and we encourage everyone to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Yes. I know our guest is a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Yes, he is. It's really a fan of Funniest Things, fan yes. of being able to say, Funniest Thing, you're not going to believe how this worked out. Exactly. So what is the Funniest Thing Club? Here we are. We are a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yeah. And one fun way to participate 
in the Funniest Thing Club is through our Patreon.com forward slash Funniest Thing. Go to Patreon.com forward slash Funniest Thing. You can contribute to the show monthly. We added a $3 button. There's a $5 button. Twenty-five. There's there's different amounts you can, uh, or you can actually we've learned you can add your own amount, whatever you want to contribute monthly to the show. But and it is part of these this way of living is to tithe. It was well, it was called tithe because tithe we learned means tenth. But really, what it means is generously sharing, circulating what you have because you know that God, the life is your source. That God is. Uh, the one who is responsible for our well-being, and when we, I mean, when we, the more we share and circulate our good, the more it comes back to us. Because when we're giving, we're opening up the channel of the flow of who we are. It really has a lot to do with I got to be me. Because when I'm being me, I'm generous, yeah, and I'm uh, enthusiastic. So if you want to su- contribute to the show, it's a great way to uh, jump on the giving train. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Is there anything else you wanted to say about? The, you seem like you have a good handle on this whole idea of why it's so important to be a circulator. A cir- yes, we don't say spend money anymore. Throw that word right out of your yes. mouth. And we like to use the word, I'm circulating. You know, when we're paying bills, I'm circulating money because it's, when we circulate something, it always comes back. And to keep in mind, it's always... Um, Whenever we give to those things that we really appreciate, and it could be a thank you, a note, a show of appreciation in any form, right? and especially when we share uh, money in a way to keep supporting the things that we do uh, receive a benefit from, Yes. well, no matter where you circulate your money, with this attitude of I'm sharing this to bless others, whether it's paying a bill or sharing it to something that you feel you've gotten a lot of benefit from, like our show, not only does it help us continue to promote the show and meet all our expenses, but it also goes on to bless many other people as well. Yeah. And it will, in turn, of course, bless you, because as it as we give, whatever we're giving, whether it's in the form of money or appreciation in any form, like I said, as it goes out and blesses those people... It goes through them, and then they're passing on the blessing. Yeah. And then it, when it, by the time it gets back, whatever it is, is multiplied because it's been blessed so many times yeah. by the consciousness of the people that it's yeah. blessed. I know my fear around money used to make money a not fun subject for me, but be changing my relationship, it, it's really meant to be fun. Everything in this, it's a game. There's so much of it circulating around when you really think about it. Why not let it flow through you? Why not participate and actually enjoy that part of the game and see what happens? I know uh, Rod Schweitzer, the actor, was so inspired by being on the show last week, which was called Embrace the Odd with Rod Schweitzer. I highly recommend checking it out, listening. Go to YouTube if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Comment on the videos. We love hearing from you. Um, but Rod was so inspired that he increased his Patreon, like he said, he on the air. He was like, I got to do this. So he did. So thank you, Rod. Also, Sarah Christine and Stacy Matra jumped on. Again, just because we want to inspire you to get on, wherever you do it, get on the giving train. It will transform your life. We put a $3 button on there. And when you think about what $3 really is in the spectrum of what you uh, circulate or, or in your mind, you might say spend on a monthly basis, so it's it's. This is. I mean, I'm only saying how, the way I look at things. Anything that I get benefit from, I'm happy 
to circulate some money towards. So we want to thank our listeners. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash funniest thing to be a part of that. Thank you, listeners, for uh, listening, sharing the show. Um, if you want to send us anything, go to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. And we love to hear how these things benefit you in your real life, how these principles, when you apply them. So please share your stories with us. Yeah. So one person who did just that was Courtney Johnson. Thank you for the gift. Uh, she also sent us a card. Have a happy, uh, Merry Christmas, Daryl and Ed. Have a happy holiday season. These penguins remind me of Daryl's art. I love listening to your podcast. Blessing, peace, love, and joy from Courtney Johnson. If you want to see the penguins, you can go on YouTube. You'll see these cute little penguins. Yes, that's high praise. That's high praise. And yes. she also gave us yeah. a one a donation to so the thank show. You so thank much you for that, Courtney. We love you and appreciate you. Um, we actually got two letters from Kirk, postcards from Kirky this week. Again, if you go on, uh, one says we're expecting with a picture of a pregnant me and. Ed. Me lovingly caressing your womb. And the other one is Ed as a prison guard taking a selfie with me in the electric chair, and we're both smiling at the camera. That's oh, it. you Kirky. One of them says, expecting. <laughs> expecting. <laughs> he says, expecting Why awesomeness. Why am I always the brunt of these jokes? I don't think you always are, but I think you've been. He's been on a roll with me. <laughs> Why do I have to be the, the, what do you call it, guy? The. The, the fall guy? No, the Lou Costello, and you get to be the Abbott. The straight man. You get to be the Bud Abbott. I have to be the Lou Costello. I don't know about this, Lou. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened to our show, but that kind of <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to play the straight man quite well over the years. So um, on one of the postcards from Kirky, he says, expecting awesomeness, you bleeps. So he says, to know the truth, you must live the truth. And to live the truth, your inner actions must match the actions of your fulfilled desire. Yes. Expectancy and desire must become one. Your outer world is only actualized inner movement. And that's from Neville. That's true. Another quote he has here says, the day I realized this great truth, that everything in my world is a manifestation of the mental activity which goes on within me, and that the conditions and circumstances with which I am fused is the most momentous in my life. That's from Neville Goddard. And also, who's this one from? Neville. Oh, Neville. It says, it is the state with which I am identified that determines what I experience. And there's no greater state than identifying with your true self. Yes. That's what this show really is all about. We want to thank the listeners who tuned into the show on um, on uh, where did these come from? YouTube and Facebook. We have a Facebook fan page. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. Grace, Grace Deathridge said, "Thank you, Sister uh, uh, Lucia Yvonne, and thank you, Daryl and Ed. Love you, you cool cats, and love being a member of the Funniest Thing Club." Actually, we're gonna go visit Sister. See, we call her the Laughing Nun. Yeah, we're going to go see them we're later. We're going to go see them later today, folks. Vicky Carolyn said, love you guys. Barbara Ma- Gallagher Weatherman said, loved it, guys. Thank you. Rod Schweitzer, thanks, guys. It was the best day ever. Oh, my God. What? You told me something about how good you were feeling Oh, this my morning. God. Ed, I got a treat for you. What do you got? I encourage you to do I this know, one day. I'm wondering what it is you're wanting uh, to Now, people, me. you're going to have to tune into YouTube to really appreciate this. 
But I encourage you to do this, too. I was feeling so good about today's topic. I gotta be me. Okay, yeah, I get that. That. Confident, yes. Yes, in myself. In yourself. And being true to myself. Nothing better. So today. Right. Okay, I'm going to show them to Karen. I chose to wear my Daryl socks. Oh, my God. This is amazing. What's even more amazing, yes. You know what? I think I wore these. Because this week, Ed stepped out boldly and was true to himself and performed at the open mic at the historic Hollywood Post-23, Post-43 American Legion Hall. So I was so on fire. I said, I got to be my own cheerleader. That's so crazy because I was so inspired by the way you were living this week that I decided I better be my own cheerleader. And look what I put on. Oh, man, you got your Ed socks. I got socks. my Ed socks on. This is incredible. We're stepping out boldly. Well, you sure are. Yeah, so thanks, Kirk Chelson, for sending us the Daryl and Ed socks. And check out, <laughs> you can see them on YouTube. They are amazing. They're yellow and green socks that have our faces. They look just like pasted us. Pasted all over them. Man, we're going to have to get Indy some socks, some Chobo socks. So um, check out our website, DarylandEd.com. Uh, it has everything you need to... Tune in to Daryl and Ed, and um, we want to thank the person who really started this whole show so many years ago. He was the uh, chief engineer back at Unity Online Radio. He built that whole station. Yeah. He's, we were blessed enough to take him with us to handle the audio part of the, the show. If you're listening on a podcast app such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, he lives in Kansas City, Kansas. He's a handsome devil. His name's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Also, we want to thank the man out here in beautiful downtown Van Nuys at Chobo Studios. His name's Indy Fawcett. He's the proprietor here. He built this place. He makes us look and sound great. Hey. Oh, thank you, guys. Love you so much. Yeah, man. Go to ChoboStudios.com if you want to book the space. If you want him to edit up your reels or anything you want to put online, go to PodShuttle.io. And shout out quickly to the prayer line, which is Silent Unity. This is a great tool yes. when you find yourself forgetting who you are, having trouble getting into the flow with being yourself. Because there are moments where it seems easier said than done. When our old patterning, something that maybe we've been thinking for a long time or inadvertently feeding is really loud in our minds. And it convinces us that we are not who we really are. It convinces us we need to stress out that, no, who I really am is someone who has to work hard and has to do this and I have to do that. And so, you know, we fall under this sort of hypnosis, you know, and that's what affirmative thinking does. It awakens us from this hypnosis of things that we may have been thinking for a long time that have a lot of momentum in our mind. Silent Unity or the prayer line at 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729 is a great tool. They have an app to letter you the word pray. You can use and type in your prayers. It's a great tool to help awaken yourself to who you already are because sometimes the hardest thing for me to get is that my good is already here. It's just that my mind has been telling me otherwise. I've been believing otherwise and it, lately, some of my meditations have just been all about, I'm so grateful I'm wrong about what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, it reminds it, me of that song, that ly- lyric from that song, which kind of talks about getting back in touch with the real us. Which one? The best part of breaking up is making up. Yeah. Because when we're under that hypnosis, we're actually broken away from the, our true self. Yeah, and from what you call God as well. Because the only way we can truly connect with God is what is through our own self 
And lately, you know, even just this morning and yesterday evening, uh, you know, as I like really sort out what's going on with my relationship and let go of all the self-condemnation really that's kind of kept me in this position as a teacher or, you know, in, in this compromised feeling place, not just there but in other places, is I realized it's just so simple. Whatever is going on in my consciousness is what I'm going to experience, you know, and I and, you know, and I've kind of like learned how to almost keep moving forward, even though that voice in there is going loud. But what's really amazing is when I take the time to address oh. that part within myself, to calm it, you know, to, you called it, uh, an- anesthetize or like release the, the, yeah. the struggle. It's, yeah, because remember who yes. I am. And then it's just effortless, man. Being well, myself is effortless. Well, because it's like when I mean anesthetize, it's like putting it to, like, you're yeah. safe. You can relax. Right. Yeah. So this today's show is officially called I Gotta Be Me with David McClure. Once we drop our defenses and let down our guard, miracles happen. And that's what I was just describing, dropping the first place, man. When we do a morning routine yes, where we wake up in the morning, because my defenses tend to come up right away. Like, I mean, I might have this like golden moment where I see through and I feel amazing. And then my feet hit the floor and also boom, those defenses start activating again, right? And so doing a morning routine that involves inspired reading, we do have a reading list at DarylMed.com, and we, we talk a lot about readings on the show. We got a great little recipe today. We have a great recipe for a morning routine, and then meditate. It's really uh, simple. If you think you can't, that's the very voice that you need to meditate so that voice can relax and let go and realize that you definitely can meditate. And then just affirm, just pray, speak. Prayer is just you're always praying. Whatever that's your right. imagination and your mind is feeling and thinking, that's prayer. So we're just trying – we're choosing to pray uh, affirmatively. In, affirmatively in accord with actually who we are so we, yeah. can, we can get the results that we know we deserve and that belong to us. So once we drop our defenses and let down our guard, miracles happen. When we become convinced that God is lavishly supplying our needs, we can let down our hair and be ourselves. Oh, isn't that great? I wish I had hair to let down. <laughs> In this state of complete trust, it says let down our hair, so you really only need one. Oh, okay. I'm in it, business, folks. There's hope. In this state of complete trust, we are hyper aware of our inner guidance and That's have the confidence the to go with it. We do become, yes, we it become becomes hyper the obvious, aware. Yeah, right? It becomes obvious. Oh, this is the wrong way. I should go this way. I don't know. I'm afraid but we become that's yeah. what like before i was blind now i could see yeah one of the caveats that is now you have a choice that's right the thing is when we're living under the rule of fear which many of us have been taught to do being ourselves seems like an outlandish yeah it would take a miracle it's why bother yeah it's almost like an extreme choice or it's yes yeah, it seems very scary to right. choose to just be yourself which is just a lie, folks. Yeah, so, but once we get into a state of complete trust, we become hyper aware of our inner guidance and have yes. the confidence to go with it. Doing so, we discover that we, don't, we have no competitors. We stop competing with the world yeah. around us because we're just being ourselves. And, and that act of being our – connecting consciously with ourselves transforms our circumstances. Yes. It says rather people are attracted to us like never before, 100%, because everyone out there wants to be themselves. Yes, and we're giving them permission by being ourselves. That's exactly right. And so uh, success comes naturally as we simply say yes when we mean yes and no when we mean no. And some of us were taught that that's not okay, that we, like our yes was like some sort of disobedient 
or our no was being disobedient, when all we really ever wanted to do is be true to ourselves. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind each other, as well as listeners, that being true to ourselves puts us on easy street. And during the second segment, happy-go-lucky unity minister David McClure inspires us to be true to ourselves with today's reading, Drop the Rock. Ah, can we do the breaths? Yes, because these three breaths are actually a tool to to definitely be conscious of throughout your day. Yeah, and this came to me because I um, we've had short days at school this week, and I'm really coming to see that that stressful mind that's that I've identified with in school, but I was kind of like hiding and never really coming fully clean with how bad I was feeling. Is not me at all. It's not me at all. It's just something that I agreed to because, again, I wasn't full. I didn't realize when I got involved at that time and I didn't have any mentors or whatever. I didn't realize that there I could be living a life that really is satisfying and healthy for me in all ways, right? I didn't know that. So I kind of embarked on this thing. And, you know, I don't blame myself at all. I've learned so no. much. I've blessed a lot of people. I've been blessed. We all go through it. It's, right. the, it's choosing a safe route that right. seems... Like this is a sure thing, yeah. Because the other voice seems to be directing us towards something that seems very unsafe, and the opposite is actually the truth. That's the crazy yeah. part of this. However, though, if you go, even if you delay, your good is not withheld, and you're no, you're not going to be punished for any delay. That's right. That's right. It's almost just. It's almost just like pulling the the bowstring back even tighter and tighter the more we delay but the more we pull it back but once we let go the arrow of our good is launched and so part of with uh daryl's help and help of like nancy norman and cat and so many different people and talking to indy and talking to my wife and so lately whenever i have an opportunity i get off of campus if i need to do some work on a computer i go to a more prosperous feeling place like the one culver building that used to be the sony uh, corporate and now Apple is in there and they oh, have this amazing courtyard where anyone oh, can come and work. So now I go in there folks. and I feel like a different person because the bottom line is if uh, any mental state is contagious. If we yes. keep ourselves in an environment where the predominant mental state is either uplifting or suppressing and pulling you down, eventually it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to get sucked. You're gonna, yes. It's contagious. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm looking forward to just more environments like this where I just feel like inspired like and uplifted. Like ourselves. We feel like ourselves. Yeah. So I got off campus yesterday. I had some time. Daryl and I had coffee in, in um, Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah. And then I went back to school because I had a parent conference where I had to. I had an opportunity to really encourage a parent within that environment. Um, and But when I was walking in, I saw – Something that reminded me of some of the people there that like just didn't feel good. Like right. why do they act like that? And then, I, but then I, because of our show and because of talking to Daryl and because of all this uh, these things that we talk about, I've been talking about recently and the the the, the uh, awareness that I've been having about who I really am. I I came up with these breaths. It's very simple. So let's oh, clear our minds. These are here. the best tool ever, folks. This is the live by this, and you will always be successful. Yes, let's take a breath. Ah, if it feels bad, it's not my business. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. If it feels bad, it's not my business. Ah, if, if it, it feels, feels bad, 
It's not, not my business. Ah. You know why? Because the truth is we're in the feel-good business. That's and when right. we're doing what we love and we're acting as ourselves, yes, we feel good. It's incredible. Yeah, so many of the things that we're untangling in our lives is because we maybe we felt stuck or were stuck in situations when we were younger with things that didn't feel good, and we came up with these coping mechanisms. Uh, you know, we tried to become the person that made our mom or our dad not mad, or we tried to do all this stuff to try oh. to cope with. But now that we're adults and we can choose where and who we are and where we go. We need to realize we're not responsible. We're only responsible for being who we are because when we stay connected with who we are, we fulfill the mission of why we came here, which when we leave here, I guarantee is the only thing that's going to matter. Did we do what we came here to do? So let's get on with it, right? Well, I always was terrified of telling the truth because I was afraid if Mm -hmm. I did, you wouldn't approve of me. Right. Or I wouldn't get that job. Right. Or a, a number of things. And all that does is it continues to put you in places yeah. where you don't really belong because it's not God's will for you to be in that place right? because it's not the place of the real me. Yeah. But every time we do tell the truth about yes. how we're feeling or, or even being as silly as being you know, rigorously honest on a job application, we end up getting the life that fits perfectly, that suits us perfectly. Right. But the temptation is always there because of things we may have heard or learned when we were younger yes. or even still here. That's right. You know, well, it's okay. Everyone does it. It doesn't matter if everyone does it. Just remember, if it feels bad, fudging on this. As soon, as, Just like I said at the beginning of the show, my famous last words are, this must be God's will. Meaning, if I have to justify it, it's not the real me. That's right. We have to re re-identify, redefine what God's will is. It's been so, it's been so just misinterpreted and and you know told to us and just backwards. You know, <laughs> it actually is because what I find is the more in this moment, I'll think this outlandish good I'm doing for myself is outlandish. This is crazy. I'm I'm doing this amazing good thing. I'm letting myself leave campus right now, or I'm letting myself get a massage right now or whatever it is. But looking back later, I go, wow, that was just like me beginning to be good to myself. Yes. That wasn't anything outlandish. We all are worthy of every good desire in our heart and more if we would even just allow ourselves to imagine what's possible for us. I'm going to read a little Eric Butterworth. We, got, we can go on a reading run and yeah. then we can go to the um, break. The break. So in Celebrate Yourself, which I highly recommend. Ooh, Indy's Hot Pocket is ready. Andy, what are you eating today? Uh, I, uh, eh, it's ham. Just ham, no Classic. Cheese. He doesn't fool around. He's being true to himself. I it's saw, the Christmas season. Yeah, right. I thought I, I thought I saw scallops and shrimp in the freezer there. <laughs> um, Next so, to salt and vinegar. Yes, last week you had salt and vinegar. So Eric Butterworth, I love Eric Butterworth, I must say. You know, these, these, having access to all these books, it's like you never know which teacher is going to speak to you when. But he's been speaking to me again, and he says, get rid of your crutches. Yes. Unless something happens within us that reveals our relationship to the divine flow, we look for shore harbors, strong arms, and all kinds of synthetic means of support. 
We need to know that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So just take time to realize your inner support before yes. you run home to mama, that's whatever what we, that is. Yes, that's what we mean about stepping out boldly. We don't mean stepping out recklessly. We mean stepping out on faith like Ed is doing, like I do. Yeah, We're encouraging you to step out on faith following that inner guidance. Yeah, that's why we keep doing morning routines and reading yes. and sharing because we're building our faith muscle. And it says, this is not a, he says to take time to realize your inner support before you run home to mama. This is not a morality judgment. Excessive dependency is sinful only in the sense that sin is the frustration of your potential. Every time you overlean on anything or anyone other than the strength of the Almighty within you, you progressively lose your self-respect, which is the danger of living in a world where people tell you that you can't trust yourself because you're, you, we deteriorate the only thing that matters, which is our own self-respect. That's what Reverend Ike was all about that. Our yes. self-image is the most important thing. You can get rid of your crutches, but first you must be willing to change your thinking. You can't rise to new strength while dwelling on your weaknesses. Begin seeing yourself in the light of possibility of yes. change. It says you can be free, you can overcome, you can get rid of any and all crutches, not by willpower, but by the outforming process of consciousness. It is not will, but willingness. God wills it. Say yes. And I had to say meditation is essential for willingness. Meditation is the ultimate act of willingness because it's stop talking, stop saying, stop doing. Ah. Surrender into yourself. You surrender into yourself. You don't have to earn yourself by convincing anyone. You have to just be yourself by relaxing into it. Yes. Don't make a big deal out of meditation. No. Okay. So this, before this is I left the house. the recipe we mentioned? Or are you, are you, which one I'll you do this read? and then the recipe. Okay, good. This I grabbed... This, it's amazing how things are. I grabbed this as a hunch. It's, it's called let God in you be your authority. And that's what we're talking about when we're saying be the real self. It, there's that guidance within. There's a movie out right now on Netflix. It's the story of Pinocchio. It's not the Disney version. Right, the original? or It's based more on the original because I've okay, been to an yeah. exhibit about that. I'm actually going to be giving a workshop on how to make a zine based on Pinocchio at the Italian-American Museum here in Los Angeles. Wow, when is that? That's going to be in February. Yeah, if, if, you wanna, if you're in Los Angeles and you want to see any of the workshops I'm doing in the next few months, including the one next week on how to, do a, how to uh, create your best life via journaling, just go to uh, thiswillmakeyouhappy.com. Okay, great. Okay, so here we go. Right now... God has I oh in the Pinocchio story real quick, the original the reason that Jiminy Cricket and that's not like that's the Disney name yeah yeah is uh, is because when the the puppeteer cut the block of wood from a tree yeah it just so happened that this wise old cricket was living in this section oh which wow. then is in the same place as the heart of the puppet wow and that's why he's the conscience. And always trying to steer mm. the boy, the puppet, yes. to go in the healthy, the affirmative, yeah. and be his true self, not right. like his, you know, how we all go through this, who we think we ought to be. Yeah. Listen to your heart, man. That's very real. So here we go. Right now, God has ideas and revelations for you, which are yours and yours alone. They are ready for you when you open your mind to receive them and cease looking from any other authority. Yes. 
The time has come when every human must be his own high priest. That means trust this little voice in his own house, not made with hands. This house is the body and the mind and the understanding that spirit as God is one and the only cause of all things. God has great good for you. What you are to have and be compared with what you have had is as the light of the sun to the twinkling of a far distant star. Why look outside yourself for help and guidance? Only God within you can give. Dwell in the ever-present now and let all that clouds your mind drop away. Yeah. And now a quick recipe. We always talk about a morning routine. This is a very simple recipe on basically how to apply all you learn from our show or the spiritual books you read in your daily life one day at a time. Yeah. It's from all places. This is the book title Alcoholics Anonymous, which is actually New Thought Recovery System for People Suffering from Alcoholism. Yeah. And here it is. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. We find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration when we come to rely upon it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. Wow. That's great. I want to say if you wanted to, uh, the, the, some of the material we've been reading is from Michael Schoonover. We thank you. If you want to tune into Michael Schoonover, go to unityway.com. They also have a YouTube page where you can hear his talks. He is a student and a liver of the truth. He a uh, practicer of these truths. He's a magical fellow, and we love him. And I wanted to say, and then we're going to the break. This is very paradoxical because I used to, whenever I hear stuff about like self-centered, this and that, it's a very weird paradox that when we disconnect from our true self, yes. then we become desperate for things. Yes. And that's what they're talking about, like self-serving. But it's not really serving any self. It's no, not even it's serving the, us. It's the frightened me. It's, it's coming from a place of I'm not going to, I that's don't right. know who I am. I can't be me. But then people label it. It seems like it's, that's why when I work with kids, it's like, does anyone see that this kid is not really getting anything yes. good out of this? He's, uh, he's actually suffering right along with everyone else. On the last episode, you actually clarified it because when we're frightened and we're self-centered as it's termed, yeah. we're not generous. We don't right. feel like giving. That's right. Because we're trying to protect ourselves really at the end of the day from harm rather than 
being generous by celebrating the truth of our divine being in which place we are invulnerable. There's nothing bad that can come to us or happen to us or through us when we are connected with the truth of who we are. And that is the bottom line. It's the only real insurance policy in life is to connect with who yeah. you really are because you will always be provided for. Not, yes. And part of that is because you will always have something to provide to everybody else. You won't even be worried about it. And that's the most amazing and empowering thing. So coming up next, happy-go-lucky unity minister David McClure, who really is, if there's like a guru lineage to the show or what have you, a teacher lineage, he really is a big part of why we teach the way we do and why we are and why we're doing this show. So coming up next, happy-go-lucky unity minister David McClure inspires us to be true to ourselves with today's reading, Drop the Rock. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. I'm reading uh, uh, the lesson for this day, which says, Today I let go of every discord. Great. And the Bible quote is, In returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. I drop all sense of loss or limitation from my thought and every belief which I have ever had in lack or fear. I now have faith in abundant living. I permit the spirit within me to express itself in perfect freedom, bringing increasing joy into my experience. There is that within me which is completely conscious of its unity with good, of its oneness with the all power. There is all the power there is and all the presence there is and all the life there is. And upon this power, presence, and life, I depend with implicit certainty, with complete confidence, and with absolute assurance. I allow the divine wholeness to flow through me into ever a never widening field of activity. Everything of good which I have ever experienced is now increased tenfold. Every joy which I have ever experienced is now multiplied. There is a new influx of inspiration into my thought. I see clearly now more than ever before that my divine birthright is freedom, joy, and eternal goodness. I perceive this same birthright as bequeathed to all people, all powers delivered unto uh, me, and this power I use for my own and for everyone else's well-being. The divine presence interprets itself to me in love, and friendship, peace, and joy, and goodness 
all mine now and forever. Wow. That's fantastic. Thank you for taking the time to read it to us. (laughs) So you got to be on your way. Yeah, I got to be on my way, guys. Great show and uh, appreciate the opportunity to share. Yeah, well, great. Next time we'll get more share from you. Um, Oh, man. Now you you got us uh, excited for some of that good McClure, man. So hopefully we can get together soon, man. We're dying to hear what you got to say about these things. So, uh, yeah, have a Merry Christmas. Give Donna our love. Yes. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, another interesting day on Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Well, in case our listeners are wondering what happened, we ran a little late today, so our guests needed to be off to somewhere else. But you stuck around for the second half. Yeah. So thank you all for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I actually do have a great Reading here from, uh, again, from Michael McClure, um, David McClure. Uh, no, Michael Schoonover. Thank you. Yes, he mailed this to us. Yeah. The combination, Michael McClure. No, da- uh, Michael Schoonover, our good friend and truth uh, teacher. He's well, you, an amazing guy. Earlier, you called him a truth liver. Yeah. But I thought you said truth liver. And I go, wow, it is a truth liver because. Just like the women's liberation movement yeah, in the 60s. Truth I was a kid. Liber, liberating the truth. Yes, he's a truth liberator. Yeah, we're liberating the truth of ourselves. We're burning our self centered bras, baby. That's right. And so we're, we're letting it loose. So, as many of you know, Michael Schoonover sends us a, an email of what we call spiritual paraphernalia every week. And uh, this one came from the January of 1970, for crying out loud. And this was a is this, this is Science of Mind magazine. And, of course, he loves the word ether. He wrote ether juice in the corner. And what year is that from, Ed? This is from uh, January of 1970. It's <sighs> called A Meditation for Inner Growth. And it says, as you enter into a conscious cooperation with the wholeness of being, it does function more perfectly in all the parts of your nature, which are but the channels of its expression. And it says, continue your word, because this is only part of the reading. But this right. is a part that really made me think about today's show. And again, just like you, I picked this up off my table, because I have now I have all of these amazing oh, I know. Me truth, too. Uh, truth n- ether nuggets, as he calls them, scattered throughout my life. They're on my desk at work. They're in my, my car. They're on my desk, where I'm at my table, my end table, coffee table at, at home where I do my morning routine. Well, it's good to have all these, what we would call them in the Coast Guard, PODs, no, PFDs everywhere. What are they? In case there's an emergency, personal flotation device. That's so, so you have true. all these personal flotation devices to, yeah. keep, to keep us in that, you know, healthy, floating, spiritual yeah. consciousness instead of sinking into yeah. our own fearful little thoughts or limited beliefs, limited beliefs about ourselves right. or the world or our friends. We don't believe they could do something right. or heal or whatever. Right. You got to grab your personal flotation device so we keep these books and pamphlets and stuff everywhere. That's right. That's right. So let's take a good shot of ether juice. He's saying, here's the affirm- affirmative prayer. This is from um, Ernest Holmes. Or I don't know. Who, maybe it wasn't Ernest that always wrote these, though, was it? Most likely, 
Could have been practitioners, or this could be a quote from Ernest Holmes, but it says, I know that day by day and year by year, I am brought by a natural, that's why I love it's natural and beautiful process of spiritual evolution to a greater and greater realization and expression of that in which I exist. My mind is ever open to a new acceptance of reality as it may be newly revealed to me. I lay aside yesterday's ignorance. I apply myself to the recognition that today is the day to express more of my divine nature. If you will do this, if you will look to intelligence, which is another way of saying looking to the kingdom of heaven or looking to God within you, it, it will find an open and easy way of unfoldment in you and through you. That's the good news, that this stuff will always find an easy and open way of unfoldment in you and through you. And our good comes about in better than expected attitude. I mean, uh, in better than expected ways. I wanted to say something about the term. This came, it dawned on me. You know, we write these uh, program descriptions earlier in the week, and for some reason, I thought "Happy Go Lucky" fit for introducing the guest. "Happy Go Lucky" Unity Minister David McClure. Right. And then it dawned on me. Wait a minute. Happy go lucky. Well, he was happy, and he did go luckily out the door today. <laughs> yes. But be- and before that happened, uh, you know how we're always discovering the truth, the the true meanings of terms, right? Or the etymology of words, and we love doing that because you usually go, "Holy cow, that's what that meant!" And it's so much more powerful and affirmative. Yeah, all these words that have become dismissed as silly or seem negative, we discover we're actually very positive. Right. So happy go lucky. Oh, he, that guy, he's just happy-go-lucky. That's what you'd hear in New Jersey. Ah, that guy, he's happy-go-lucky. What are you going to do? Right. But what does it mean? It actually implies that as I'm happy, if I move with a happy attitude, yes, with a faith-filled attitude, which is joyfully expecting, knowing that God is taking care of me, when I'm filled up with a happy attitude— I find luck everywhere I go. Yes. I'm not happy. It, it clearly ma- it makes it clear. Happy go lucky, meaning my happiness isn't based on having good luck. Right. My good luck is based on my happiness. Yes. The other day, um, I threw my back out early in the week. Right. So it took a couple of days, and then I finally said, I'm going to go on my walk and i go for a walk right usually every single day i go for a walk in my neighborhood there's this little path not far from my house that goes up a hill and i refer to it as my walk ministry doesn't mean like i'm a high and mighty priest but it gives me the intention of exuding love and it lets me know like i really want to live like i imagined people lived you know, like you see in movies or like Andy Griffith, everyone, oh, hi, Andy. Do you know where this is? Oh, yeah, sure, bud. You know, yeah. I don't want that. Well, we call it school marming in my school case, marming. right? When I would walk yes. around the neighborhood yes. and I'd run into people that I've known or that I'd unexpectedly see. Yes. And I want to say, it's weird that ministering ever even got to a place where it would be like highfalutin or whatever. Because ministering people, because when you said that, the yeah. law, it blew my mind like in a very positive way because. 
We all need to know that our life is a ministry. Every yes. time we share the good news with someone and encourage them to be who they are and shine light on the good, we are. It is our ministry. So I love that. So on this walk, I start to really look forward to all the people I'm going to be meeting yeah. on my walk. Right. And I walk in an, in an area, in a neighborhood that's not really my neighbor's neighborhood. Yeah. It's like a whole other world of people. Right. And... um you know, just let the cow out of the bag. You know, it's no big secret, but I'm like one of four white people on this walk. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's fine. I love it because it really is my ministry. So I go walking to this hill. Right. And on it, there's people now that I've come to know that are in their different locations. Right, right. And we've all become friends just because I consciously exude love. Yeah. And when you're exuding love, you're going to be surprised how many people spontaneously respond to you by saying hello or hi or, hey, it's good to see you out here. And it gives you, it fuels you. Yes. It it releases this love energy in you that makes my back pain subside. I'm and I'm going, oh, thank you. I'm like, I really like these like people you see in movies that I probably yeah. used to despise. Like going, oh, thank you, God, for my life. You know? Yeah. But now I just embrace it. So at the beginning of my walk, and there's things that make me feel bad too. Okay. But I have to do like Ed said. Oh, whatever. If it feels bad, it's not my business. Yeah, you're never going to get through life unless you realize that where you put your attention is a choice. Like Yes. Because if, you know, it used to scare me that, but what about all the bad stuff? But where we put our attention is our choice. And whatever we put our attention on, we magnify and multiply and we become a part of. And we actually become part of the solution in the world. It's not like we're not doing our part when we're letting go of things that feel bad and, and highlighting things that are good. We're actually being part of the solution to the world. Yeah, and and also when we when we do plug into the good, we realize that what everyone who's plugged into the bad thinks is really reality is like a speck on the wall. Yeah. It's not re- it's no, but it's just a lot of people focusing on one little speck, which magnifies them. And they have a bad day, and they pass that yeah. bad. Do- it's just yes. But when we tap into the good, we realize wait. There's way more good going on here than we than than bad. Way more good. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. We're actually creating, and then we're creating a ripple effect. Yeah. Of good. So it. So at the beginning, I walk. I'm. It's and this is like meditation because this is how when you meditate now your life becomes a meditation. Yes. So as the things that all of a sudden create discord in my mind and I want to fight against, I go no. I go, no, no, not my business. And I start looking forward to the next thought, which is I'm going to see this guy soon. I hope I see this guy. Yeah. And sure enough, there's a guy on my walk. He's a security guard at one of the buildings that I pass at first. And we see each other. We become friends. You know, right, we're always right, excited to see right. each other. So the other day I'm walking and he goes, you don't happen to know, you know, we cross each other's path hello and he goes you don't happen to know an attorney and i go well what type of thing um you know for it's a wrongful termination uh thing someone needs help right yeah yeah sure sure. and this guy's so positive and joyful so i said you know what funniest thing i know our friend steven works for an attorney tom thorpe let me give you his number and then we start having this wonderful exchange and I said, you know, I thought, I said, everything's going to work out. 
I could have a yes. feeling when we just do the right thing, everything's going to work out fine. He goes, yeah, because we always have God. And I said, yes. And then I said, the only thing is as long as we don't get angry and upset as of what happened in the past. Right. Anything good, then God can work through. So he yes. goes, oh, yeah. He goes, because when we get angry or when I get angry with someone in my past or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. he goes, I start closing doors. Right. That's right. And I'm like going, okay, this is wow. the beginning of my walk. And then it's like one thing after another. Like I'm meeting different people and I'll call Ed and all of a sudden Ed will hear me go like saying because I'm passing people. Yeah. It's like, hello, Daryl, hello, this, hello, that. And I'm going, this is our life now. Yeah, I mean, I had that experience last night. This is the thing. Try this. When you're in a really bad state, you need to st- step totally out of that bad state. Yes. And declare something good. Anything. Anything. This is going to be the best trip to Trader Joe's I've ever had. This is going to be the best meeting I've ever had. This is going to be the best day. Just start declaring things and then watch. Because last night, yesterday, I was like on the fence. I did that. Somehow, like I didn't think about it until afterwards, but I went to Trader Joe's after work. There was no one there. Last time I went there at this time, it was like a log jam, you know? Yeah. Then I remembered, oh, I need a, a, a cable for my Apple, you know, for the phone, you know, to go to the, my car. And I remember there's an Apple store like a, a block and a half away. So I said, oh, I'm going to go do that. So I got to leave my car in Santa Monica where it was. You know, it's, you know, yeah. you know how you go into that part of town. Yeah, like, you don't I, have to change spaces. I had free parking. I walked and I was like, it's so great to walk. And sometimes I like Santa Monica is just enough urban right there. I don't want to go down there a lot, but it was like, I've been watching that. I happened to watch Home Alone the other day. Yeah, we were watching it together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The reason I said that is because you were, you didn't get, you got there in time for the bad one, number two. Yeah, I was there for number two came on by the time I showed up. (laughs) I took a number two. (laughs) It sure did. I happened to watch number one while I was working on my laptop, like I mentioned earlier. (laughs) It took a number two. (laughs) And that's appropriate for that movie. But, so I'm walking through there, and the reason I say this is because all of a sudden it seems like it's like Christmas time. You, oh, you don't get it. a lot of that out here in California, but oh, people Christmas are zooming about to yeah. all the, sto- the stores. So I'm walking, and then I'm like, this is when you, you know when you're saying like you're embarrassed how happy you were? Yeah. I went to the Apple store, and I learned I could buy this cable without even having to work. You know, like you just scan something, yeah. and you scan it, and you leave. But there was a joyful uh, attendant that helped me figure out how to do it, and he was excited. Yes. And I literally was walking out, and I was so high, not just on that, but I was in the flow now because of yeah. some of the good I had claimed that I said, I love this place, yeah. just like Lucas. And I meant it. I wasn't even thinking about Lucas. or say, I was just thinking. It just came out. I love this I know place. what you mean. And then I saw Vans across the way, and one of my students recently was like, Mr. B, why don't you ever get any new shoes? So I, I was started thinking that I would like a pair of new shoes. I walked in there, and because last time I went there, I was with, like, I think I was with my wife and son. And then I tend to let their opinions kind of skew what I think. I, you know, And then I can't find anything I like. But I was like, I'm by myself. I quickly found the pair of shoes that I'm wearing right now, and I was like, wow, I found a pair of shoes that A, fits, and I love it. It was Then it was one of the better-priced shoes, and I was out the door, and this whole thing just unfolded, and I was, yes. it doesn't matter what it is. Oh. I was just, I was in the flow of God. I was being true to myself, and I was high as a kite, and that's the beauty of this is when you feel good, I mean, I felt good. I had yeah. new shoes, and I got the kid, but more than that, I just felt good to be alive. And to be me. And when we're doing that, all manner of good happens. I forgot a great part of the story. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so the guy, the security guard that I meet, this young 
the, the young guy I talked about who was asking about the attorney, his name's right. Kenneth, so we'll just say Kenneth from right. now on. So, right, right. Because now it's like I'm friends with all these folks. This is wonderful. Life really transforms. Yes. When we set our intention to be an ambassador of God's love. Yeah. It is so wonderful. So on my way back, I'm thinking, I wonder if Kenneth has knows Lori. My wife's name is Lori. Okay. Because Lori does the hike, too. She does the same walk, Ooh. and she walks with Gidget. Right, right. But we go at different times because of our schedule. Gidget's your dog, which is Gidget's the my dog. dog. So Friendly on the way dog. back, I go, do you ever see a lady walk by here? Because he's a lot younger. He could be. He's like my son's age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. So uh, I said, uh, have you seen a lady walk by here with a dog? He goes, oh, yeah. She wears the leash around her waist. Yeah, I said, a little black one. He goes, oh, yeah. She, I go, uh, that's my wife. He goes, really? I said, why do you know her? Well, she always, she's very, she always waves to me. Aww. And I said, ah. And I said, well, her name's Lori. I said, next time yeah. you see her, right. you should say, hello, Lori. And the dog's name's Gidget. Uh-huh. So that was at the beginning. And I came back down. He goes, she didn't, did she, uh, I didn't see her. Did she come out earlier? I go, no, she hasn't come out yet. Yeah. I go, she usually comes after me. Right. And we joked about that. And he goes, okay, well, I'll probably see her Monday then because this was just, just yesterday right, this happened. Right. So now I'm even looking forward to this yeah, like this other part mm, of the story right. where Lori's now going to get a gift of a surprise from Kenneth. Yeah. Like, how does he know my name and right. know the dog's name? But do you see how our life – Yeah. And we don't know who – like you can't say – this person isn't someone I need to say hello to, right. or this person I should really suck up to. It's like everyone and anyone right. is a golden link to the chain of our good. And the good doesn't necessarily mean some right. lucrative opportunity yeah. in that moment. Right. However, it does mean that that heightened spiritual feeling of good within us yeah. will continue to attract yeah. whatever is whatever it is we need and desire, and it will come effortlessly yeah. into our lives. Yeah, and you don't need anyone or el- anyone else's approval. No. Or anything. I mean, we. I really have to keep breaking that habit right now as I step out boldly. Because even David McClure not being able to stay was almost like an opportunity to beat myself up. And then when I beat myself up, then I might resent the other person. And I don't want any part of that. That's all stemming from self-judgment. And I just want to read this yeah. paragraph for um, Eric Butterworth in the same reading you get rid get rid of your crutches he says you may have accepted weakness as the starting point after all i'm only i am only human Man. and he re, he emphasizes i am because when we say that we're, we're affirming saying. weakness and it's really important what we say after we say i am so he says but you are not only human you are human and divine and the divine is enclosed in the shell of the human like the egg in the nest you must hatch out and you can this is what I real. This was the life affirming thing for me yesterday. Weakness is habitual because your thought about yourself has been habitually negative. Yes, there's no such thing as inherent weakness. Only deep seated subconscious patterns of limitation. But underneath, as it says in the Bible, are the everlasting arms. Strength is the reality of you. It is the divine level which with which you need to identify whenever you are tempted to lean. And if you were raised in most religious 
circle, especially like in modern Christianity, you might have been told it was like heresy or something to believe you're divine. But if you don't believe it, then none of this stuff has any power. It's only yeah. when we accept our divinity. Jesus' words would be for not if it, if it wasn't all about your divine is within you. Your divine is you are the divine. Yes. It's like when we start like it's almost like when people seem to scoff at affirmative thinking or thinking positively as that silly yeah. or that's you're lying to yourself. Who You're just kidding yourself. Well, wait a minute. So then what you're saying is telling myself I'm not good enough and I can't do what I like, like to do is actually being honest. Like, yeah. wh- 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 it's all just what I'm telling myself. You know, I have to tell this because we were talking about this with my job because – my job is to get people's hopes up. That's yes. what I feel like when I'm working with kids. I'm working with kids that have been like stalled out or they're not – they're failing a lot of time. Well, people have given up hope on them. And they have so subtly given – well, it's more subtle with them because you don't see it because it's happening in their minds because they're kids. They're still – they still find a way to have fun. But somewhere inside, they've given up too because yeah. they're reflecting these beliefs, right? So I was talking to Daryl about this whole phrase – about let's you know people are like don't get your hopes up dude this whole uh, everything we're teaching is to get your hopes yes up, to get your hopes back up so i and i was i did it at one meeting on monday or wednesday whenever that was and then i had another meeting yesterday after school which i just mentioned that's why i came back and that's where the breaths came from yesterday and it, this whole thing and this is a very loving teacher who does meditation and stuff with the kids I, we really get along but this student is just coming back from being on these meds that from five years old to fifth grade, he was always like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with medication, but he was not properly medicated. He was just like uh, subdued. He didn't do anything. They got it. They changed. They got him off the meds for now. Now he's like a totally different person. He has all this energy and he's engaging. And the teacher even said, wow, during our classroom, he's, we, he'll read these books along with us, which he never did before. That are above, that are above grade, his grade, grade level. level. And he understands. He participates in the discussions, right? And he's, he actually has something to say. And if we just call on him randomly, popcorn reading, he knows right where we are. And he'll read along. All this stuff he was well, not doing. Well, you also said he picks – he's, he's – he exceeds in the two types of understanding yeah. when you're reading. Why don't you share Literal those? and non-literal. Like it's, it, the, the more basic understanding is like – what happened? What did they say? Who? Where, where did they go? You know, what was the setting? But the more like inferential or non-literal is where you have to identify with the characters and kind what of what was he feeling? Why were they feeling yeah, that way, even yes. if it's not stated? And he's been able to answer those things too. But what hasn't yet happened is he's not writing that stuff out. He's still avoiding mostly the written work. So on his tests, he's failing. Right. So the the crazy part is. Because these are the tools by which we measure in public schools someone's growth and success, the teacher basically and ended up wrapping up the whole conference with, uh, well, we're not really seeing any real change since he got off of the meds. But she had before that she had said he before he wasn't participating at all, and now he's reading along and answering these higher order questions. So. I blessed the situation. I gave my input, but on the way out, I talked to the the the, the parent because she and I have a good relationship. And I said, "Look, whatever wherever you get your faith, you need to turn your faith up to eleven right now." I said, "These, the where I'm like a gardener." 
who I'm like working the soil. I see things that are going on below the surface. I even yes. though it might not be sprouted yet, there's amazing things happening. And I even told her, I said, in real life, if someone had gone from not participating to doing what your son's doing in real life, it would be a miracle. There'd be a movie about him. Yes. So I told her, look. Everything you're doing, don't give up. Keep doing it. I'm seeing amazing things. Yes. And so I got her, I just stepped out boldly and got her hopes up because what I was going to say is a lot of us have been given inaccurate tools to measure who we are and what we're capable of because maybe the good we're showing, maybe the good that's happening isn't quite registering on mommy and daddy's scale. Like, is it a full time job? How's that going to be? All that nonsense. Is it going to pay your bills? Blah, blah, all that stuff. That doesn't matter. What matters is, is it bringing you life? Is yes. it making you remember who you are? Is it bringing you back to life? These are the things that we need to use as indicators to know that we're moving in the right direction. Yes. And before we wrap up, you said last week, which was great, yeah. that the – because I hear it too in a lot of – even in you know circles, intellectual circles, they'll well, like to joke that, yeah, you know, <laughs> my head – my thoughts about, you know, it's definitely not a cheerleader in there. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And they all kind of joke. But, too, like, they joke. It's okay to joke so you can let it go. We Daryl and Ed, we do that all the time on the show to release it. But when you become invested in it. Where you're, like, claiming it as Claiming it. Like, yeah, you know, my head, it never tells me the right thing. Or whatever nonsense. The best thing that came up on last episode was that spirit, that voice within, the Jiminy Cricket within you, which is your heart, which is the real Daryl, the real Ed, that spirit is an inner cheerleader. It's always saying, you should do this, man. This is fun. But then the head comes in, oh, no, no. Or mommy's voice comes in and goes, no, no, no. Yeah. And you know what Jiminy Cricket said? What? No request is too extreme when your heart is in your dream. That's true. And this and, goes true for Christina Robom or yes. Sue Hodgson or Barbara Gallagher Weatherman or anyone out there is listening. Indy Fawcett behind the console. This is true for all of us. So I, I know you want to – I just want to say this one thing. I thought you were going to sing us a little tune. No, we got a hit single with Indy okay, soon. Yeah, I don't okay. Wanna, okay, good. Okay. So in a book called Words Make a Difference, I just want to read – one affirm affirmation that hits home for a lot of us, and you're allowed to do this, folks. When you're starting to pursue that thing, or just walk in a, or it could just be a hunch to walk down a different aisle in the grocery store. Yeah. Instead of shooting, ah, I got to get things done. A lot of the time, we don't listen to those, is because many, many years ago, a parent would do that, say that. So now we say it to ourselves. Yes. So listen to this affirmation. I'm going to say three before it because it'll help. Okay, yeah. Give us the medicine. All right. Did we say who it's from? This is from, sorry, Words Make a Difference by Ann Sermons Gillis. Former guest on the show, so you can check her out. You ready? Yep. My good meets me around every corner. I have good luck. I am good to go. My good hunts me down. And the key one here, folks. Yes. My parents approve of me having a good life. This thought is to replace any beliefs you have 
that your parents didn't want the best for you. And maybe if they were wounded, they didn't. But at a soul level, they only wanted good for you. Yeah, my, that's right. Tell yeah. yourself this if you're feeling it. My parents approve of me having a good life. That goes for everyone because yes, you know, no, not like you think how much work, like uh, effort and investment it takes for us to remember who we are. Yeah, think about the people that don't even have these tools, like. They eat just because they're a bad representation of who they really are. Yes. <laughs> Let's not hold it against them or against yes. ourselves. If they say things from a place of fear and doubt and worry, it just means that they're not in alignment with who they are. And, and you know, the truth is when we know who we are, that stuff just bounces off us. We don't even we probably won't even encounter it unless we're already thinking it about ourselves. Do you think we should sh- share, uh, save David's story yeah. for himself? Yeah, we're going to do a nice All right, song. Let's get Toby Wan into the studio right now. Hello. It's time for a song. Where are you? Yeah, let's, oh, let's, let's it. get it. El Kabang, bring your guitar. Yeah. Are you? Are we going to bring in Sammy as well? The spirit of Sammy Davis Jr.? Hey, catch! Holy cow, Sammy's here! Oh, wow, just like that. That's the, the way it is, the spirit. All you got to do is claim it. I'm in whiteface. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you crazy clowns. Come on, let's just sing along, will you? Okay. All right. You ready? ready? Yep. When I delight, I can't go wrong. I'm gonna find a place in this world where I belong. <laughs> I've gotta be me. I've gotta be me. What else can I be but who I am? Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything David we McClure, do. David McClure, we love you! Jeff Comfort! And thank you for Jumbo being a Studio. part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Uh, oh, here we go. I want to live. <laughs> not merely survive. I won't give up this dream of life that keeps me alive. I gotta be me. I've gotta be me. The dream that I see makes me who I am. Yeah! Who I am. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.